Welcome to Salt House, the live recorded podcast that takes you on a deep dive into the timeless teachings of Jesus. I'm Hannah, your host. Each week, we unpack the profound wisdom and insights of Jesus. From parables to sermons, we unearth the treasures hidden within his words, understanding how they can shape our perspectives, choices, and relationships. Just as salt reduces bitterness, enhances flavor, and preserves, these teachings serve as the seasoning for a more meaningful life. Whether you've walked this path for years or are simply curious about the teachings that have inspired generations, we invite you to join us as we embark on this transformative adventure where together we seek to bring out the rich flavor in life through the teachings of Jesus. I have been reflecting on gratitude. When I start thinking about gratitude, I start thinking about some of the stories in the Bible that I've always known were about gratitude, but, you know, really wanting to go back and take a look at them more. And um, so this week, I've been looking at Luke 17, verse 11. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing, he, meaning Jesus, was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance. They lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests and as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. So, you know, this is one of those stories that I've known, I guess, my whole life, you know, ever since I was a kid. But um, as I was studying it, some really cool things kind of popped out at me. First off, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and the road, you know, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee and he's entering a village and he's met by 10 lepers who stood in a distance and lifted up their voices and started calling out for mercy. I just think it's interesting. They called out master. They didn't refer to him as Jesus, the Christ. They just knew that he had authority. And so they asked him for mercy because that's what you do when you need an authority to grant you what you don't deserve. You ask for mercy. And so they asked for mercy and mercy is what Jesus gave them. He said, go show yourselves to the priest. And so they did. And the really interesting thing about this is that to go show themselves to the priest, um, they would have had to go to, you know, Jerusalem to show themselves to the, to the priest at the temple, they would have been going the same direction that Jesus was ultimately going, except for the Samaritans, because they were Samaritans and they didn't actually worship um, at Jerusalem. They had another holy place called Mount Gerizim. It's a different direction. And so I can just imagine this man 
hobbling along and he's healed on the way. But, you know, healed versus restored, it doesn't say that like, you know, leprosy is a, a pretty nasty disease and it uh, tends to take people's fingers and toes and, you know, appendages first. So he was probably not super steady on his feet. Um, and the fact that they went, you know, of course is amazing, but he's on his way to go see the priest and he's seeing that he is healed as he goes in the way. And so I think that there's something really important about obedience. You know, sometimes we want the Lord to heal us all the way or to answer us before we obey. Um, we know what he's told us to do, but we want him to do something for us before we'll do something for him. And that's not what he says. In fact, Jesus is pretty clear that, you know, it's an act of obedience. When this, when this guy comes back, he says, it's your faith that, you know, um, made you well, but this guy would have been on his way to the high priest in Gerizim. And I can just imagine him going along, just walking down, you know, this road with any of the other lepers that would have been Samaritan. They would have gone that direction. Go show yourself to the priest. Go show yourself to the priest. Go show yourself to the priest. And at what point did it dawn on him that the true priest wasn't in Gerizim or Jerusalem, that the true priest was behind him. It's where he had just come from. The true priest was the one that he had just left behind. And so he does. He does go show himself to the priest, but to the high priest, the real priest, the true priest. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back praising God with a loud voice. One of my friends, we were talking about this in a small group, and one of my friends said, you know, I can just imagine what that would have been like because the lepers had to call out in a loud voice all the time that they were unclean. They had to warn people from a distance, don't come near us, you know? And so now all of a sudden his loud voice is not to warn people that he is unclean but to praise God for making him clean, like, and whole. When he saw that he was healed, he turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. The cleansing ritual, the rites that would have had to have been, you know, done for somebody who was a leper and had been clean, cleansed from leprosy was written in the Old Testament. And it was not a, oh, you look better. Check the box. You're free to go. No, there was a whole thing. So there's no way that this, this guy didn't go to the priest at all. You know, he, he realized and turned around and came back to Jesus. And when he fell at Jesus feet, giving him thanks, the really cool thing about that is this idea of falling on his face in this day. If you owed someone some debt that you could not repay, you would go back to them and you would fall on your face at their feet. And in essence, you were offering to be their bond servant until you had paid off the debt. So when this guy is falling on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks, he's basically re-giving up his life because, you know, his life would have been gone as a leper. Like, you're done. 
It's just a slow, painful waiting on death at this point. And his life had been given back to him by Jesus. And so he knows that that's a debt, that Jesus gave him life. And so the only way that he can repay that debt is by giving his life back to the one who had given him life. Then 17, then Jesus answered, we're not 10 cleansed. Where are the nine? Where, where's everybody else? There were 10 of you. Was no one found to return and give praise back to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. That made you well is also really could be translated um, and sometimes is translated whole. And that's interesting because again, a leper, the very disease of leprosy is becoming slightly less whole all the time. You know, the man walked away, not just with internal, but external wholeness. Like the Lord gave him wholeness from the inside out, I guess. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if the Lord restored his fingers and toes or if he, you know, probably not. Um, because sometimes the Lord allows us to carry the scars from our past because they are the greatest testimony that we have, you know, but I think, I think that it's just such an interesting story when you look a little deeper that this man was a Samaritan. He did not go to the priest that he thought he was going to go to. He went to the, to the true priest. And so I think, you know, my kind of thoughts on this for this week coming out of Thanksgiving and rolling into the Advent season, just remembering that our wholeness comes from the Lord and we, um, we owe him everything. We owe him our entire lives. I, I owe him everything. And there have been so many times when he stepped in and made me whole when I was broken, when I was lost, when I was hurting. So the only proper response is to offer ourselves to him as a bondservant. And of course, Jesus tells him, rise and go your way. Like he's saying, basically, I appreciate it, but paid in full is paid in full. And so you don't have to be my bond servant for the rest of your life. You don't have to follow me around and, you know, wash my feet, which is what a bond servant would have done. Um, but, you know, of course, Jesus tells us to go and wash the feet of others. So when we get our prayers answered, do we forget to thank God? And do we just come to him for what he can give us? All 10 men asked for mercy and all 10 men received it. But only one came back to offer his life as a bondservant. Do we take our blessings for granted? It's not everybody who turn around to offer their life as a sacrifice, even if they've been shown healing. And man, we wish it was because the other nine got their bodies healed, but they only saw Jesus as master. They never saw him as savior and Lord. Second Chronicles 30 verse 9 says, For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. And I think this mirrors this um, story of the lepers so well because um, the Lord your God is gracious and merciful. 
and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. The leper returned to Jesus and was able to not only experience his mercy, but also his grace. And I just think that there are so many people who um, maybe, like I did, grew up in church and um, know that the Lord is merciful and know that the Lord can do things for people and know that he is master. But maybe you've never turned to him and returned to him to find him just gracious, just to find his goodness. Do you do you really believe that the Lord is good? Not like hypothetically far away, like overall, like more positive than negative kind of good, but do you believe that he is good, like sweet, generous, gracious, kind, funny, and for you? If If you don't, then maybe I just want to invite you in this season to turn around. The the priest, the establishment is not what you need. You need the real priest, the only mediator between God and man, which is Jesus himself. Turn to him in your heart in this moment and find that he is gracious, not just merciful, but gracious as well. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. Thank you for joining us at Salt House. We hope these insights spark thought-provoking conversations and deepen your understanding of the timeless wisdom of Jesus. If you found value in today's episodes or have questions, we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to Salt House on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. And remember that just as salt enhances flavor, these teachings can enhance the flavor of your life. Until next time, this is Hannah. Stay salty.